Urban Notes Podcast, where real people tell real stories through urban lifestyles and cultures. Peace and blessing, King. Yeah, bless up, bless up, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Cat Company. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. It's a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, welcome to Urban Notes Podcast. Uh, we're pleasure to have you today. Hey, thanks for um, having me. Most definitely, man. Uh, so tell I want you to tell my audience a little bit about who you are, a little bit, like where you're from, uh, what brought you to this space, and where they can find you. Yeah, I'm from, I'm originally from the small country of Belize in Central America. And uh, I moved to America about 22 years ago, so I'm living in Chicago now. And uh, the type of music that I that I performed and that I record is dancehall slash reggae slash Afrobeat. Mm, that's fire. That's fire. That's fire. Definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely, you know, I, I listen to your music, you know what I'm saying? I, I tune in, I listen in and I was like, oh, interesting. There's a different genre of music that's going on with you playing. And right. I was like, I need to connect with people who is from my homeland, you know what I'm saying? And really shed the conversation. So definitely. So um, what is one thing you want to tell artists who are doing your music right now? Like what is one inspiration you want to tell them? To keep on going, man. Keep on pushing and never give up because the journey is hard. But, you know, you just got to keep on pushing. Right, right. Definitely. Most definitely. Okay, so how can you can you tell us a little bit about your journey as a Belizean artist living in Chicago and what pursued you to do artistic passion to this vibrant city? Yeah, as a as a Belizean artist, man, I grew up in music because I used to play in like um, traditional bands back home where I where I was born and grow. And right. but the type um, what 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 I'm really trying to try to do right now, you know, is like. The journey has been difficult. It's had, it has been hard due to the simple fact is many of us was not educated when it when it comes to music. You know what I mean? We were just recording right. and try to put music on YouTube and hopefully, you know, someone would see our music and share and stuff like that. We never right. understand the full detail about music, the investment part, the marketing part, and all those different stuff behind the scene. That's what we were lacking. You know what I mean? But um, I guess three years ago when I decided to record my new album, not two years ago when I decided to record my new album, the um, Where It All Began, right. uh, then I started digging deeper into, into stuff and start, you know, make sure my, my music is marketed uh, properly, promoted properly and stuff like that. And I've seen an advancement, man, when it comes to people liking my music, people sharing my music, people purchasing right. my music shows and stuff so yeah most definitely so how has your belizean heritage influenced your artistic styles and the theme of exploring your work man it, it has influenced me a lot because if you realize that most of my music and stuff i still sing them in creole you know because i'm a creole person so my lyrics is still in creole it's not like you know you have some some other artists they try to transition into like sounding too much Jamaican and stuff like that. Right. It's still like traditional. I still traditional Creole in my music, even though it's reggae or dance all of Afrobeat, but I stick to the Creole. You know what I mean? Right. 
And so, like, as you said, Creole, right? A lot of people trying to uh, stay is Haitian Creole, right? And right. for us as Belizean, we speak, which is Creole, which is broken down English, is more part to our version. Correct. And correct. so, what what can you tell people who don't understand the Belizean language of Creole versus the, his, the history of Creole with the Haitians? So, what can you tell them? Man, I could tell them just gotta research, man. Do some research because I mean, it's 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 not like you said, it's it's not too far off from the Haitian and the Patois and all of those different stuff, you know. Right. It's it's a it's an English language broken into slangs, and that's how I classify it as because most of the words that we use are just slangs, you know. Right. Creole is a language now, so I just wanted the people to know that that's a language now in that country. Right, and definitely because a lot of people don't know that like, Belize is an English-speaking country, but the native tongue is Creole, which is predominantly, right. you know, people from, if you really look back at the lineage of where Creole came from, it's from, really came from West Africa. Correct, and, and we were about, me and a couple of guys were talking about that, about that the other day, because, you know, we have a lot of different cultures in Belize, but right. majority of Belizeans speak Creole. It doesn't matter what culture you're from, you speak right. Creole. Everybody, you know? Chinese, the Indian, the Pakistanis, right. everybody. There's a very eclectic version of Creole, which everybody speaks commonly. Exactly. And as you as an artist, right? And, like, I know a lot of people still trying to, like, get news to this wave of, like, dancehall slash, you know, African beats, right? Mm-hmm. And now we know that dancehall and, and Afro beats became sensational ever since before post-pandemic. Right. It was post pandemic, after pandemic. Um and just to hear your music, right? So like when you when you as an artist, who are you talking to when you sing those music? You know, usually I, I especially when I'm recording, it's like I I just like transition myself into my own headspace and talk, start thinking about situation that happened throughout life. You know, everybody right. have different life experience and I've been there done that so some of my music you would hear some of my music is well conscious talking about stuff that happened in our daily life today and some of my music is from past or from friends past relationship and stuff that they went through and some is just some makeup stuff that came to my head once like I said once I get my head in a headspace and said okay I'm going to sing about love then I'm just going to sing about love if I'm going to sing about like um, domestic abuse then you know I just put wrap my head around it and just start concentrating and just come up with lyrics for that most definitely most definitely and I, and I love that because like I love conscious music right because I love right. the 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 authenticness of the music like I love bars I love to hear what the artist is portraying Right? right, and when I listen to your songs, right, because I, I listen to a lot of them, and I follow you on TikTok as well, and I follow you, I think, on Instagram, and I see how people gravitate to the music, right? Where we came from back then, a lot of young people was not thinking like that, was right. not moved like that, and now we're living a time period where Belizeans now are getting more exposure to this to American way of like doing music. There, you know, you have from Big uh, Big Bang Manifest. We have different artists that has translated, even um, what's his name, Thai music as well. You know what I'm saying? So we have these various of young people doing elective work, and so what is one thing you want people to understand about the Belizean culture? 
not only live in America, but the ones that live back home that has not had those opportunities. What are some things you want to lift so people should know about Belize that they, sh that they should really research about? I mean, when it comes to Belize and stuff, man, to me, I believe, like, people should never, never, when I say never, I mean give up their nationality or their culture or whatever they were born into, you know? It doesn't matter what part of this world you are. I right. want to these and music and Belize. I just want these my younger artists to know they just got to keep on working hard and you know invest more money into productivity. You know what I mean to be better right. productive because that's what the people they want to hear. You know because I've been hearing people for years saying that Belize and production is just not up there like this one, like this other country and stuff. But now since me and you talking, you could realize you realize now that there's many Belizean artists that have like high quality production you know right. what i'm saying right even Belize, but like i said music is not only about talent that's that's right. the, that's the thing we came to realize two three years ago it's, it's about, about the struggle for human justice exactly. it's talking about the the non-existent collaboration of what it means to show up unconditionally into a society that creates and perpetrates harm you know what I'm saying? Because when I hear your songs, you're really talking about what it means to grow up in Belize, what it means to live in Chicago, what it means to live in California. And you see the difference of variation of urbanness. Right. And a lot of young people now, that's why one of the main focus of doing these podcasts and really having conversation with people who are like minded like me, who also come from my country, is to uplift Belize in a way that help the young people in Belize to really galvanize their mindset into like thinking about not only be gangbangers or be this you could be a rapper you could be a, you could be a dancer you could be a choreographer you could be a dj you can you can even be a producer like there's beliefs don't have those type of things and mm -hmm. the way you talk and the way you communicate you're giving that energy like listen what um I remember when I was younger, my mom used to listen to this song. They said Belize have no culture. Belize Creole have no culture. Creole have no pride. Uh -huh. And one of your songs really resonated with me when when I was singing that. So I was like, yo, why you give me that black town, but also the Afrocentric with a little bit of reggae dance or influence mm -hmm. into how you how you collaborate your work? And I was like, man. This dude is fire. Like, okay, I know Time Music is on here on his rapping thing. I know Big Manifest on his rapping thing. But you bring a, a new conversation. You bring a new topic into an old conversation. Correct, correct. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, in what ways, right, has the multicultural environment of Los Angeles, Belize, and Chicago impacted the artistic growth and creativity as a Belizean artist? Man, I do believe it's um, how it impacts us is, um, it's uh, it's like, it's tough. Like, let me let me first explain that when you're talking about impact, because if you're talking about New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and these other parts of the different state in America, also Belize, you know, when 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 you are a Belizean artist, and I'm pretty sure you know this, it's it's harder for us because, you know, people see us as their own, so people don't see us as what we really are. You right. know, we're artists first, right? But they don't mm -hmm. see us as a Belizean man or woman doing music. So 
the support is not where it's supposed to be when it comes to our Belizean supporting Belizean Belizean artists and not only Belizean artists but anything from Belize when it comes to Belizean restaurant all these different stuff people right. don't really give it a hundred percent when it comes to support uh, can let me tell you a little story right quick right? yeah go ahead definitely speak so truth I have my I have my 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 engineer right my producer right, right? He mentioned to me one time, he said he had his family around for a dinner, right? Right. He said he played a song for his family. And they were jamming to it. They were loving it. They was like, man, that song is so good. We love it. At the end, when the song was finished, so they said, um, so who is the artist singing? And he said, it's a Belizean man, right? It's a Belizean, a young guy from Belize singing the song. As soon as he mentioned the word, a Belizean artist. Each and every one around that same table start critique the song. Oh, I think they could have done this better. Oh, I think they could have sing this a little better. Or I could have they could have changed a few words and stuff like that. So what I'm trying to say with, with our own people, it's hard. So it's for us, I think it's easier for us to promote our, our music, especially if we're not doing punta music. It's best for us to try and promote it in different part of the world with a different group of people instead right. of Belize right. itself, you know, because if you try to promote your music only with Belize and people, you're definitely going to fail. Right. You definitely, know? definitely, gonna, you're bound to fail, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, because people, a lot of people don't understand that. I want my listeners to understand Belize is a very rich country, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Belizeans live under and below their poverty line. So, Correct. When when we have people who come from these who come from Belize and these artists and these doctors and these philanthropists and these people, these are people who came from nothing. Mm -hmm. They came from. I remember like when I was younger because I came, I migrated from Belize at the age of thirteen, mm -hmm. and when I came here, you know, I I back then when I was in Belize before I left, I I started writing poetry a little bit. Correct. And I didn't really, I didn't never ever let anybody see it. But now that I got older and I started writing and dropping it now, people was like, whoa, wait a minute. What are you? I'm Belizean. Oh, you are? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. Well, what's that? Oh, well, well, you know, y'all young people, like, people don't understand that Belize has no resources to help young people. Exactly. There's no resources. So, like, yeah, you might have little programs that cause privacy probably with an arm and a leg that probably be there for two months and then what they're going to do next. Yeah, because I don't, I'm not sure how accurate this statement going to be, but I was, just, I was just speaking to someone from Belize the other day and they was telling me that out of 2,000 people or young kids that graduate from college got to go work at the call center because there's no jobs. Right. You know? Right, right. Oh, it's hard from the get-go when it comes to the young people. And that's and see, people don't really understand, man. That's why you have a lot of Belizean artists, you know, and Belizean artists is working so hard to try and reach a certain stats in life, you know, what, where they could be comfortable, where they could help out the other artists and help out the country where we're from, you know what I mean? Because we don't have businesses and stuff like that. We don't have right. like stuff for the youths to just go and say, man, you know what? Let me start record a song or whatever, you know? And when the youths try to record song, even if they don't have the money to put behind the song and the song is not as perfect as what people might think, people start criticize the music, but right. they have to realize the youths of Belize doesn't, don't have no money. Right. 
and 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 that's and that's a, that's the thing that I try to um for me as a person right I I'm a former activist I've been doing nonprofit work for a minute and I was working with uh, some brothers who do mass incarceration I was working with undocumented folks I worked with the LGBTQ so I have seen I have witnessed and I have touched trauma and to see that my own people has indulged in trauma after trauma after trauma from not only from the system itself but from also police brutality from also the like let's be real right police has a lot of hurt because a lot of stereotypical ideology oh you're light-skinned you got more privilege oh you dust and you ain't you and then you have policing start doing policing thing that is not policing. Then you have doctors who are supposed to help you, not treating you right. Then you have lawyers who are not helping you. Then you go to the jail system. Then what happens when you come back out? There's still more, nothing else to do. So what you do? You revolt back to the same thing that you've done before. You go in, inside the prison. And Correct. you come and do the same thing because there's lack of resources. People say, oh, well, I'm like, if you understood tourism mm-hmm. and if people understood the statistic behind the tourism board and there is a two third of that prison, two third of that prison population, right? Two thirds of the um, prison population, 85 of them come from our neighborhoods and 75% of them, what do they do? They go back to the prison system because there's no jobs. There's no, all they can do is just sit home, chill, or try to figure it out because of lack of resources. Now, Belize is developing into the place of creating jobs, but the jobs require degrees. But yet, when people was, when I was growing up, man, it was so hard to find a job. I see more people on the street corner selling dope, selling cracks, selling weed, beating up people, robbing people. I even see people getting shot at before. Bro, you know I, I I went to Belize. I went to high school in Belize, and I finished high school in Belize. And I, after graduation, I end up had to go. I had to go work at a um, like a golf cart, like a golf cart, like a company, whatever they have golfing and all these stuff. We were chopping down pastures, dude. That's right. what we, when we graduate from high school, we couldn't even find a job. We had to pick up that machete. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> All the time, you get the machete in because that is how you food, put put food on the table for your family. You know what exactly. I mean? Doing the hardest of the hardest work, like doing from garbage to yard work to build a house, like. And people fail to realize one of the one of the five people get humanitarian help. One of the five people child get locked up. One of five people get child get killed. One of five people child get raped. One of five people get beat up by police. One of five people can't help no health care. One of the five people can't even go to school. And these are actual real statistics. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're right. And people like, oh well, well, I, and I keep telling people all the time where I came from. I came from nothing. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to have nothing. I know what it's like. My mom, yeah, my mom worked at a bank and we we was fortunate enough to have the stuff that we got. But I knew people I went to school who had nothing at all. Yep. And I'm like, bro, you you good? You, you need something to eat? Like, come to my house and get something to eat, bro. Like, like because that's the only way humanitarian needs are met. Like, Correct. And 
when you have a, per a person who's the commissioner of police like Chester Williams who said, well, we got war on black people or war on crime, the war on these things, you're in deadly saying you're telling generational poverty they win. Because right, what, exactly. what do you do? You're taking away the man from the household that he provides for, lock him up. Now the woman became the man in the household to provide for her children. And when you have artists like young men like yourself, and y'all talked about the nitty gritty, a lot of people like Belizean would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like, but you, but you know, you know, popcorn. But you not da da da. But you not da da da. And I'm like, why do we gotta? constantly downplay, downgrade, mm -hmm. embarrass our own people when, let's be real, Spanish protect their own, Indian exactly. protect their own, Chinese right. protect their own, mm -hmm. and so forth. Why are we the only English-speaking country in Central America to kill ourselves? Yeah, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand it, man. We were, I guess we were set up to failure for failure, man, from the get-go. Because why? Because Spanish wanted us and they think that they control us. Because why? If you look back in time period, people, to give a quick synopsis of it, Belize, before Belize became Belize, it was British Honduras, which basically saying the British and Honduras controlled it. Correct. Uh -huh. And therefore, when Belize went to fight for its war, it won its independence. And they ended up changing the name because they <laughs> want to be themselves. Exactly. And it was it was Spaniards versus the Bayman. If y'all don't know what that means, it means Bayman means the black man versus the Spanish. And mm -hmm. they went to war on the mahogany tree for labor because what the labor they had cut down trees to build homes to build couches. That's why you see a lot of people in Belize has they have more hands-on work ethic than they have brain-on ethic because you you work harder to get what you need, then you work smarter. Because in Belize, you work smarter no means you get the same as you work harder. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so what advice, right? Because we share a lot in, in this conversation. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for aspiring artists who dream of pursuing the passion in, the passion in, in California, the passion in Chicago, the passion in Belize, to, to take this step to thrive into the local scene after music, what is one thing you want to tell them? So, um, so my advice would be to uh, to younger artists, right? Would be like, see, instead of recording a whole bunch of music, right? Instead of spending all that money on recording a whole bunch of music and trying to promote those online or promote them wherever you want to promote the music, instead of doing that, my advice would be to record one or two songs, right? Right. Use all that same money that you were going to record 10 more songs, put it into some marketing. Put it in, put that money into some promoting on one or two songs and keep promoting that song for about one year, at least one year for those two songs instead of recording a lot of songs and they're not going nowhere. Right. You know? That would be my biggest advice because I learned that the hard way also. I used to record songs like every... Every couple of weeks, and I'm putting out a song. And as soon as you put out one song, you forget the next song. So you start promoting a new song. And you keep on wasting money that way. So now my, my whole thing now is to promote a song for like a year. Try to see as far as you could get that song in a year time. 
And once that song reach a year, then you can start promoting another song and start invest some more money into recording music, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also, what what advice I would give them, right? Because I also, I'm a spoken word artist. And I collaborated with uh, some brothers in Brooklyn. Uh, they are rappers and singers. I'm not a singer or rapper, but I speak spoken word. And we collaborated into this project called the Healing, we call it the Healing Justice Album. It's on Spotify, YouTube, and all different platforms. And to see that, you know, my words has hit differently to people, that you gotta like just reach out to people who are like you, like like you said, like promote it. Like even if you see somebody who's a Belizean like you, give it to them. Right. No matter what they say, just give it. Because why? That person might not listen to it today, but they eventually go listen to it. Eventually. And they might they're probably not today or tomorrow, but they're going to listen to it or give it to somebody who got podcasts. Jump on a podcast with somebody. Say, yo, I just want 30 minutes of your time to talk about my work. I just want to get in your show for 30 minutes. And da, da, da. Cool. Because it's important to build each other up. And that's the platform that I'm trying to build. I'm trying to get other audiences, Belizean audiences, Belize shop owners, Belizean entrepreneurship. I want to create it to where not only Belizean culture can be influenced by what I'm saying, but also having to give other cultures opportunity to tap in to the mm -hmm. culture of Belize, understood the culture, understood the history, understood the, the miscommunication of what Belize is. Like, we have Sean who is doing, you know, we're not saying we say remarkable work because he came from bad boys to got locked up to now he a politician. Correct. And, you know, a lot of us might have our differences about him, but we also respect the fact that he changes his life. Now he's promoted Belize in a way that is more positivity, more tourism board. And if people don't understand what I mean by that, Belize Tourism Board has reached, ever since Sean has stepped in office, has went up 25%. Just imagine, huh? And people are like, oh, what you mean? I like, look at the statistic. Ever since he went on the BT Awards, Belize tourism has increased 25%. Imagine if Belize has increased 100%. Belize would not become below poverty line anymore. Belize would be like everybody is thriving, profiling, educating. Because why? People who come from Belize come to America for what? Jobs. They come for better life. Correct. But if, imagine if you stayed home and your, your homeland had jobs, had everything that you want. Most people would have never come to America like that. Exactly. But you can't glorify what you see on TV if that's all you see. Take a trip out. Get a flight and go, go to L.A. for a day. Go to L.A. for a weekend and check it out. Because I am guarantee you, you never know who you're going to run into. Correct. So definitely, like, so let my audience know where they can find you, find your music, and how can they get in touch with you. All right, so I have a website, which is www.honesty.com. N-E-Z-T-Y. Mm -hmm. And pretty much they could find me on all any social network online. They could find yeah, me on YouTube, Spotify, um, iTunes, TikTok, SoundCloud, Instagram. And all my website have the same name, which is Honesty. So once they go on any Google, whatever, and type Honesty, 
it's going to bring up all my different sites and stuff. So any major platform I'm on. Most definitely. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Honesty. All the way from shout out to Chicago. Why? Shout out to Calais. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Belize. Shout out to all my people, man. All my friends, all my family, and all my Belizean people. Them all over the world. Definitely. Shout out. Shout out some people. Let them know. Let them just hear this out. Shout them out real quick. Give them a shout out. Shout out to one of my biggest fans, which is my wife and kids. They're, they're my biggest fans when it comes to music. Without them, I don't think I'll be doing this. And then shout out to all my Belizean brothers and sisters when it comes to music in the music industry. And who is not in the music industry? Big up to Belize in general. All my people, them from Belize. Big up to Chicago. Big up to New York, Los Angeles, Texas. All my <laughs> Belizean people, them all over. And also, don't have to forget, big up all my Jamaican and my African people, them all over the world. Yeah, most definitely, ladies and gentlemen, you hear it first at Urban Notes Podcast. It's your host, Rasta Ron, real quick. We got honesty in the building. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for having Thanks for having Definitely. Me, Make sure you stay tuned. Right. Subscribe to this brother. Make sure you listen to his music and subscribe, subscribe. And make sure you follow us on Urban Notes Podcast. Make sure we tell the kids them, no bad man, they are. No <laughs> bad man, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Respect, my brother. Peace and love. love Thank you. Urban Notes Podcast, where real people tell real stories through urban lifestyles and cultures.